What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode. I'm your host, Javier. So today we're going to be talking about having an enemy. And so I believe every brand should play the villain card. Not that you should be the villain, but you should use a villain or an enemy to help push your business forward. So you're probably asking yourself how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable. You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. And so I talk about this in some of my episodes in the past. Like if you go to like, I think episode two or three, like literally OG episodes, I talk about the, the structure of telling stories. And one of those structures is, is using the enemy. And you should have a villain. Every company should have a villain. And if you don't believe me that every company does this, like this is tried and true in some of the biggest movies. Think about this. Star Wars. Successful movie, right? Who's the villain? The dark side. Darth Vader. All right. The new Star Wars series. Same thing. Okay. You need to have something that everyone is fighting against, all right? Apple, when they were coming up, who was the villain? PCs. They, they ran commercials against the, like, like using this same thing, the same model, okay? Just understand, like, same thing with Nike. Who's the villain? Or who, what, like, well, now they're at the top, but at the time, like, the villain to them was, like, Reebok, and other brands, and so they would find ways to outperform those brands, like Adidas and stuff like that, right? So Amazon, who was the villain? Basically, brick and mortar stores, Walmart, Target, like those brands, those are the villains. And what do they support? Digital shopping, where you can get things to your house in two days, okay? Like, you need to have a villain. And, and, and if you're saying, okay, well, I'm in a facility space, like I don't have a villain. I don't have a bad guy. That I, this is a company that I don't, I don't want to attack other companies. I didn't say you have to attack other companies. Actually, it's quite the opposite. You don't want to be attacking other companies. What you want to do is you want to have an opposition on something, something specific. So you don't want to go into like naming companies, but maybe it's a specific action or maybe it's a specific experience. Example, if you are a facility service company and you are extremely successful with self-performing, then guess who the villain is? It's going to be outsourcing or third party or contractors or subcontractors. Like that is your, your villain. Vice versa, if you're a facility service provider and you do not self-perform because you find better efficiencies, then guess who your villain should possibly be? It should be the concept of essentially self-performers. And you're not saying that a contractor that self-performs is a villain. You're talking about the concept of that is the villain because you got to pay more money for something that can be done at a more relatively flat level cost because there are efficiencies and different ways in how this is done. Does that make sense? And so I'm going to give you three kind of strategies that you can use the villain card. 
and you can leverage this for your facility company very easily. Okay, so the first one is gonna be like the David and Goliath um, like approach. So some brands, some brands challenge an entire hated industry, big banks or like brand name razors or insurance conglomerates. So like you might be a local bank, for instance, that's like a, you know, that's a, a like a credit union and you're against big bank. And so you have ads and, and you have marketing that is against big banks and the big conglomerates and, and how the locals are always better, that sort of stuff. Like that's a strong angle, especially for a smaller community. As a facility company, that's a very, very good one to, to work on is like, is like you might be a, a facility service provider that you work in a region and you might be saying like these national you know, facility service providers you might, you know, get, you know, an entire coverage, but they don't know the region as well as we do because we know all of our vendors, you know, by name and we we talk to these guys on a regular basis. So then you've got a regionality kind of like strategy that you can use the whole David versus Goliath. Like you as a regional provider would be David and then Goliath, that is going to be the national provider, okay, is them or the national provider is is Goliath. It's, it's the big conglomerate facility service providers. And so you can play that card very, excuse me, you can play that card very, very easily. And if you're a regional service provider for facilities and you do self-performing as well too, even better because then you've got like, hey, we self-perform in this region, you know, and you know, there are, you know, thousands and thousands of retail, you know, shops from all these brands, we can actually do your stuff at a better price because we know exactly how long it takes to get there. We know the weather, but like we know all these things and you can have value props for all that stuff. So having that villain card of like, why go with a big national provider when you can go with a local regional provider for this region of the country? And then you can pick other providers that you may want or a national provider for other parts of the country, but we can take a part of your business and save you time, money, you know, and all this other stuff. Like that's one, that's one strategy that would work very well. Okay. Is playing the whole David and Goliath thing, right? It works. And you, again, you're not calling out the companies, you're calling out a specific action that takes place in the industry. Okay. And so that's just something that to think about. All right. The next one is going to be the straw man approach. And so sometimes it's safer to challenge a tongue in cheek kind of abstract concept. So, for example, like and this is a post I saw here. This is pretty cool. Is that just eat jokingly try to ban cooking. OK, like they basically were running ads on banning cooking, even though their actual enemy was pizza delivery. Okay. And so another one is like Salesforce. We like a lot of facility companies use Salesforce. Salesforce staged an actual protest against software, even though they were kind of a software company. Like you could almost argue it's a webware. I mean, it's SaaS. So it's software. It's, it's um, software as a service. Okay. So even though it's digitized, but that's a tongue in cheek kind of thing to do is, is like, so you could be, a facility service provider that is like, hey, 
you know, is against, you know, um, uh, is against uh, self-performing um, yeah, activity, self-performing um, vendors. But then, like, you guys are kind of doing that, but you're doing it in a tongue-in-cheek kind of way. And this is kind of like, a, 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 it's it's almost one of those where, like, wait a second, aren't you guys a bunch of self-performers and you're knocking it? That's kind of funny. But then what does that do? It brings attention to you because you're calling out, like, the elephant in the room. And, and then on top of the fact that you're calling out the elephant in the room, it's kind of like, that's really funny. You pulled it, like you pulled an angle, like you, you know what people don't like. And yet you're, you're saying that like, it's okay. And you're going to go with it. Or like be the other way around where like you're against, you know, subcontracting. And even though your facility service provider company does subcontracting, but you come with an angle with it. And so then maybe the angle then is, is that, you know, this is what you typically experience with, sub, with subcontracting. It's like all these bad things, but like, but because we've been, you know, in the industry for 23 years and we have personal relationships with some of the biggest, um, you know, some of our best partners in all different parts of the region or different parts of the country, they, you know, do this, this, and this, and they cut us deals and we push them business on a regular basis that they enjoy working with us. Like that's an angle that you can totally play. And so the, the straw man approach is, is, is a fun kind of like cutesy angle that I find nothing wrong with doing. And it's, it's, a, it's actually kind of funny and good. Okay. So example for like the straw man, like for us is, is like we put stickers on cars, but you know, we also make fun of people that, that have naked cars. Like we don't say that word because some people kind of find the word naked is kind of like, eh, kind of like, um, icky. So the idea though here is like every car comes with nothing on it. It's like, it's just plain and blank. All right. And do you really want to be driving around in a plain blank vehicle? And here's the thing, like I have a plain blank vehicle and a lot of my coworkers all have plain blank vehicles. Now we plan on getting our vehicles wrapped here in the near future. Okay, that's gonna be happening soon. And we have game plans for all of that stuff. But like what I'm saying here is, is that we make fun of the fact that there are vehicles out there that are plain blank vehicles or they're white windowless vans. You know, like and 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 we're not making fun of the people but of this, of the concept and it's a straw man approach. So just kind of understand like you can do this with a tongue in cheek kind of approach. Okay. All right. Number three is the Achilles heel. It's um, if an incumbent has an annoying feature or trick you can vilify. So like hidden fees or long contracts or unused uh, minutes that are expiring, you know, focus your attention here. And so the reason I say this is that when you find the Achilles heel of like what the industry typically experiences and you start nailing that and then you are really good at making sure that your customers don't experience that, that becomes your value prop, that becomes your villain. So my opinion, most facility service providers can pick between either the David versus Goliath approach or the Achilles heel approach because the straw man approach You've got to have a very strong brand and a very intelligent marketing leader that knows how to play this angle correctly. The Achilles heel, that's going to be strong copywriting. Okay. The David Ruth Goliath, very, very strong branding and copywriting. 
Achilles heel though, like you just say like, Hey, you know, all these companies that, that are basically self-performing, they're overcharging you, you know, because they self-perform when in reality, that person that self-performs, they could just get drunk on the job and not do the work, or they could be getting high and then, you know, not showing up to go clean up their, um, to go, you know, fix your HVAC unit, that sort of stuff, which could happen whether it's a self-performing business or a subcontracted business. Like, let's just be honest here because humans are humans, but you can use that as, as, as an Achilles heel to kind of like attack and use that as a villain. Now, this entire strategy of like what I'm giving you can also be best supported if you have a relatively high NPS score, net promoter score, okay, on your on your services. Like, like you basically have stellar experience from your customers and they give you great reviews. And if you do like an NPS scoring system and it's above average, then it's gonna work very well. Especially if the industry is known to have a below average experience. And so when you do that, you can really start digging into the villain, into the negative stuff. Now, is this saying that you always have to be negative in all, in all your marketing? No, no. This is kind of a personal decision. So like, I feel like you should be able to use the villain or the enemy card within your marketing and it should be ongoing. But how much you stab into it, like how deep you agitate this is going to be up to you. An example is, is that StoryBrand is, is, is basically a company that I, I get a lot of my marketing knowledge from. Uh, the guy that created it is, is uh, Dave, Dave Miller. I'm sorry, Don Miller, Donald Miller. And he basically talks about how there's too much noise out in the world. And to cut through that noise, you got to have to write very clear and concise content, very clear and concise and so the villain is noise. Now, you might be like, well, that's not a real villain. Well, it is because there's a lot of noise out there. But for some reason, they're able to cut through all the noise and make their stuff, their copy stand out. And when their copy is very, like it, it, it stands out, their customers sell more, sell more and they make more money. So your villain can be as simple as noise. Our villain is a plain blank vehicle. It could be as simple as that. But you can take it to the next level of using the David versus Goliath, the straw man approach or the Achilles approach and kind of ride that a little bit. And then that's like a way of hacking your way into getting attention in a good way. And then kind of like working that. Now, do you do this, do this forever? No, like you don't do this forever, but this is a great way to like jumpstart campaigns. This is a great way to like, Hey, if you're launching a new product or a new service, you know, if you're a CMMS, you might know like all of the other things that are going wrong and you come in with a different angle, but you call out not a company, but an action or, or something that goes on all the time. Maybe it's long-term contracts, you know? And, and, and so you just evaluate your competition and then you start thinking about what's the best approach. You come up with a villain and then you determine how deep you want to agitate this. Now, I will tell you, agitation is critical for people to take action. Okay, so you can't just like kind of bring something up and then don't take like and don't agitate it. Like you got to agitate the shit out of this thing 
until people start taking action. And when they take notice, they're like, oh, wow, this is really better. Or this is like this approach makes sense. That's going to help your facility or property service company. And so just understand that like there's no there is a right or wrong approach, but there is no like you like there's no one of like there's there's no perfect formula. You're going to have to figure this out and it's going to take time. And this is one of those where you have to sit down with the leadership team and be like, hey, listen, guys, I think the best approach for us is that we start finding a villain and the villain that we think that we should be thinking about is going to be this and, and that's kind of how you want to think about this. And this is going to help give you content to write about. This is going to help you with social posting. This is going to help you um, with videos and podcasts. This is going to help you with blogs. This is going to help your sales team when talking to prospects. Like this is going to give you a lot of content to start pulling and using on a regular basis. And the more you start doing this, the more often you start doing this, then all of a sudden people are gonna be like, oh, you guys are against that. And I like you for that. And then people will start fighting and rooting for you because of what you stand against. And when people start doing that, then you've created a movement. And when you create a movement, they will stand up with to you, like they will stand up with you through thick or thin, hell or high water, does not matter. Don't believe me? Look what Apple built. And now they have a cult following, okay, of people that are like, don't give a shit what you say about the iPhone. It's the best thing on the planet. It's the best thing. I don't care if it's $1,500. I'm buying it. Same thing with computers, like all that stuff. And like I'm one of those people. I've been using Apple products for about 20 years now. And guess what I'll always use? Apple. I'll always use an Apple product no matter what. And... That's what they created. And that's what you're trying to do as well, too. So this is honestly one of the best approaches on how to think about taking the enemy angle or the villain angle. Be thoughtful, be careful, um, and, 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 and think this through. But this should kind of give you just a little bit of a, you know, a head start in the right direction, if you will. Um, so if you have any questions, let me know, but I've got a podcast that talks about the whole story laying out process. This is one of those where it, you know, it helps you with understanding the, the bad guy kind of approach and it's good. It's good to have. So don't feel like, you know, like you have to do this, but I do think it's a strategy that's definitely, you should be considering. All right. So three things in my podcast. Number one, please give us a five star review on, 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 on Apple podcasts and Spotify. Number two, connect with me on LinkedIn. If you're not connected with me, um, or send me a DM and tell me, you know, what kind of topic you'd love to hear or like what episode did you enjoy the most? Cause I get those quite a bit. And then number three, share this podcast with somebody else. This is how our podcast is growing on a national scale, actually on a worldwide scale. We're getting downloads from like all over the world. I kid you not when I say this, like we got downloads in Europe, in Africa, all right, in Asia. Like we're getting downloads from all over the world, which is just insane. Did not expect this to happen. It's really exciting. Uh, I think it's really cool. So if you can do that for me, that'd be great. Other than that, have a wonderful day. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. 
One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email, and that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing, and more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.